It's the E-Commerce Minute, your daily dose of e-commerce, tech, and retail news with your hosts, Bart Moraz and John Suter. The E-Commerce Minute is a production of Sumo Heavy, a digital commerce consulting firm in Brooklyn, New York, and Philadelphia. Find us on the web at sumoheavy.com. It's the E-Commerce Minute for April 9th, 2018. In today's episode, Cole's Amazon return program is driving traffic. We've got a follow-up to a story we've been following for the last few months. In September, we reported that Kohl's stores were piloting a program to allow customers to make Amazon returns at Kohl's stores. The partnership with Amazon, which began in 2017, presents an opportunity for Kohl's to boost foot traffic at its 81 participating locations in Chicago and Los Angeles. Kohl's chairman, president, and CEO Kevin Mansell says the partnership has so far been successful. He told CNBC in an interview, we're a few months into it, but we know one thing for sure. The experience is amazing and people are using the service, the CEO said, noting that driving traffic has been Cole's number one priority for the last two years. Maisel said, if the customer responds, they think it's a great experience, they use the service, but very importantly, it drives incremental traffic, then we're going to look to expand it. But Manzel admitted that Cole's results were only half the equation. Amazon is also tracking how the Cole's partnership affects its own business. Manzel also acknowledged that Amazon products and returns are far from the only things driving traffic into Kohl's stores. And as we reported last month, Kohl's has started investing more in its omni-channel strategy and testing flexible formats at its locations by filling vacant real estate with grocery or convenience stores. The company has also been able to stave off closing stores like many of its competitors because its stores are located outside of the mall. Yay. Oh, Amazon returns. Wait. Now we're picking up lockers, and then we're going to drop them off at Kohl's? You get your order from the locker at Whole Foods, and then you return it <laughs> at Kohl's. There's nothing complicated about this part. <laughs> Can we just return it into Whole Foods? <laughs> that makes no sense. You know, if Whole Foods had the footprint to do it, they probably would. I think you can return stuff to those lockers, I believe. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. That would make sense. So I mean, this isn't, these stores aren't just being, I mean, I, I've never seen how the stores are laid out because they're in Chicago and Los oh, Angeles yeah. and I don't live in either of those places, but I would assume that there is a sign by the, by the returns counter, a small little sign that says Amazon returns here. Um, that, but they also, what they do is they showroom some Amazon products there. That's kind of misleading because there's also a little, little tables that they showroom the echoes and the kindles and the shows and all that kind of stuff well i'm gonna be in la as of tomorrow so uh i mean i'm sure at first on your list is gonna be uh, hold on i need to go to the coal store first could you driver could you please drop me off the coals <laughs> oh that's just way too funny so we follow coals because coals has an interesting thing they're they're partnering with with you know, partnering with the e-commerce giant. So that's interesting to us. It's also interesting how they're, they're kind of seeing the writing on the wall with a lot of retail and going omni-channel with having uh, the, the other, you know, to partner. And that the rumor was that a Whole Foods was going to move in there. Um, but yeah, that they're going to partner with other smaller retailers. And I think that is really going to be kind of the future for some of these bigger retailers because those rents yeah. are expensive. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Hopefully. You would hope, right? You would hope. You would hope. All right. Uh, closing stores, so there's that. No, I don't want them closing stores. You know, I'm going off a little tangent. I was down. I had to go visit somebody in a neighborhood that is not mine. And the one corridor um, has been 
notoriously just all strip centers. Like you don't even know where the houses are. And it goes on for about a mile. And I hadn't been down there in about a year and how drastically it had changed because these two strip centers, one, one strip center, the anchor was Kmart and the other strip center, the anchor was Toys R Us. And as I'm driving by, big, the big giant black and yellow store closing signs were on both of those stores. And you could see that that strip center was already being picked clean. Like I, I don't know what's going to ha- happen to these long strips of roads uh-huh. um, where you have these empty stores, because what happens then is that just in, you know, people look at that and say, well, why would I buy a house in the neighborhood behind there? There's nothing here. It looks, it looks like bad news, man. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be rough, right? The, because that, remember where the Walmart is by my parents' house? Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at that, I mean, the, the Pizza Hut that was there, I think they're rebuilding it to something else. Um, and there's nothing left. I mean, Super Fresh used to be there, and it's gone. Um, I, I think it's like a furniture store now. But We had the exact same thing at Franklin Mills. There was the yeah. Walmart and the Super Fresh, and they're both gone. And now the, the only thing that's happening with that is there's a giant flea market in the parking lot. But I don't think flea markets are going to save the economy. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's the economy. It's just the the reconfiguration of yeah. What, I I, what I it just is. I just hate all this empty real estate. It's uh, it becomes an eyesore eventually, and it's just downright depressing if you look at it. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's you know that's not the only place, but you know you see warehouses do that, like all downtown to do it. Like it, it's it's kind of like what do you do with this, right? Um, actually, our friend Alan has uh, has rebuilt in his city if if you haven't watched this yet um he has a fun uh he bought a uh, a warehouse and rebuilt it into his home in downtown panama city um which is gorgeous and it's actually on youtube and he has a whole show about it yeah that is really cool i started watching it it's called our little Ware home uh and what he did was he took this like you said he took an old abandoned warehouse in panama city florida where there was really nothing going on found this interesting little building bought it for 30 grand and made a house out of it. And what he did was he thought, well, this is a great opportunity to make a documentary because he's a filmmaker himself, so duh. Uh, and went to Lowe's and they partnered with him. And they made a, a web series, 10 episode web series on YouTube called Our Little Warehome. And it's under the Lowe's Home Improvement channel. It's really good. And the house is gorgeous after it's finished. The house is gorgeous. I had been following the story on Twitter like he had posted a lot of stuff and I was casually following it. I didn't know that they were filming a documentary about it. So it's really cool. So if you're into urban planning and that kind of nerdy stuff, uh, this is for you. Yep. Anything else, Bart? Uh, that's about it. All right. And as always, show notes are at our website, ecommerceminute.co. We will see you on the internet tomorrow. That's it for today's show. If you like the show, do us a favor and subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes. And don't forget, you can now listen to the e-commerce minute on your Amazon device. Just add e-commerce minute to your flash briefing. And finally, if you have a comment or suggestion or just want to say hi, find us on social media at Sumo Heavy. <laughs>